Welcome to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show airs every Wednesday from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right here on KKNW and was created with the intention of helping others to help themselves. I will feature guests from around the world who are making a difference by helping others in their own way. You may also hear me follow up with guests I have hypnotized on a special edition of Love from the Hip found online at lovefromthehip.com or on my YouTube channel, Love from the Hip. Collectively, we can all make a difference, and it starts with love, love from the hip. Even though I knew my relationship of nine years was not serving me, I had continued to stay in it. The relationship became broken early on and was set upon a foundation of mistrust and attachment. Prior relationships that ended because of infidelity carried over, and the desire to not be alone served as the attachment for us both. It was unhealthy from the start, and I knew it. But I overlooked all of the signs of fear of being alone, and I was in it for the intimacy, for the convenience, and for the familiar unhappiness. I had never experienced a happy long-term relationship, so how could I even know what that looked like? Not to mention, anything happy may have been too uncomfortable for me at the time. And when you are still broken from prior relationships and not fully loving yourself, How in the world can you expect to be in a relationship that is loving and trouble-free? When you are stuck in a relationship that is no longer serving you, it almost becomes a bad habit or even an addiction. You get hooked on the resentment, the anger, and the conflict. So how do you get unstuck? For me, it took a rare autoimmune disease called pemphigus vulgaris, but it shouldn't ever have to get to that point. Today, I have the great pleasure of interviewing Master Life Coach, recovering attorney, radio talk show host, and author, Sunny McMillan. She will not only talk about her spiritual path and her book, but also how to get unstuck. So I invite you to please stick around after this quick break. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150 KKNW. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right here on KKNW. And subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Love From The Hip, and that's H-Y-P. Today I have the wonderful pleasure of interviewing master life coach, recovering attorney, radio talk show host, and author, Sunny McMillan. Thank you for being here, Sunny. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It's awesome to be in the studio on a Wednesday afternoon this time, (laughs) (laughs) Friday mornings. (laughs) Exactly. Well, so I have to start with, you call yourself a recovering attorney. Yeah. (laughs) Can you talk about that? Yeah, well, I say I've actually had a couple people ask me about this recently, and I don't even think about it anymore. But um, I and I wouldn't say this for every attorney, but for me, um, practicing law was not my happy place. It was not my calling. Um, And I remember after I left the practice of law, I went three months without really getting off the couch. Like it took me a long time to recover because I'd gone straight, you know, from law school into practice. And um, I had a lot of healing to do. Um, not only healing from my physical body, from having pushed myself, um, you know, lack of sleep, using prescription or recreational drugs to stay awake, to go to sleep, mm. to, you know, there's a, I, I would say, especially um, the attorneys that I was practicing with. Um, and I'd say this is pretty, unfortunately, standard for a lot of attorneys, but I think there are a lot of heavy drinkers out there. I mean, we had a, in our firm, we had a, 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 an attorney lounge and there was a fully stocked uh, refrigerator with alcohol like and a beer. mini bar 
Yeah, basically. Wow. You know, and so, you know, you'd have like the old partners that are sitting at their desk with the styrofoam cup that had scotch in it, you know, mm. in the afternoon. Like it just so wow. I just would say it's a culture that really doesn't always encourage. And I again I'm painting with very broad brushstrokes, but the numbers mm-hmm. actually statistically for substance abuse and addiction within the legal profession are pretty high mm-hmm. compared to the general public. So yeah. anyway, I just I hadn't been living very healthy. So I it took me long story short, a long time to recover. And so now that I am doing work that uh, does feel like a calling that is a good fit for who I am at my most essential being, um, I call that, you know, that's my active life. But when I look back, Mm -hmm. you know, I really do see that there was a lot to recover from, thus recovering attorney. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you're just also telling from your own experience as an attorney. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was it. Yeah. So there's there were a lot of unhealthy behaviors that I had to uh, heal from, get behind me and to uh, to move forward fully into what I do now. And so how did you get into what you do now? How did you go from an attorney to a life coach? Yeah, well, I it was not um, A to B. <laughs> it was like <laughs> A to X. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, uh, so I'll try to make this as short as possible. But when I left the practice of law, then I was still married, um, and I was a board housewife for several years, um, quite a few years, actually, before I ended up leaving the marriage. Once I left the marriage, um, I took a sabbatical from life, and I didn't know what I was going to do. I knew mm-hmm. I wanted to work with people, help people serve, in a one-on-one capacity of some sort or teach, speak, mm-hmm. something, right, that, that kind of stuff, and to help people heal in the way that I was healing. I just mm-hmm. knew I wanted to help mm-hmm. in my own hell and back. I wanted to help other people get out of hell and come back. And so I didn't know exactly how that would look. And while I was still on this sabbatical from my life, so to speak, and I was doing this volunteer trip abroad, I had a bunch of emails that had built up because I didn't have Internet access. We were in a remote area of Thailand in a jungle And it just wasn't, emails were just piling up because I wasn't (laughs) able to check it. And so I had this layover, two days, was going to go through a thousand emails. And I opened the emails and the first one that came up was Martha Beck. And it said, Mm -hmm. life coach training starts the week, basically, or the month that I got back from this trip. And unlike every other decision I'd ever made where I researched pros and cons, looked for compared schools or organizations, this I just went from my heart to the register now button and signed up and thought, I just want to stay connected to Martha Beck because she was the writer whose work had catalyzed me leaving my old life. Mm, So I just knew intuitively that I needed to stay connected. And so I signed up for life coach training thinking, good way to stay connected with her. And, and then I ended up, I liked coaching. I was uh-huh. like, hey, thanks, universe, for steering me in the right direction. Absolutely. And how yeah. many years was that? How many years ago was that? Uh, that was, I started my training in 2013. I finished it in 2014. It was a nine-month program. I got certified in January of 2015 and hung out my shingle here in Seattle as a coach and then did master life coach training with her um, in the year of 2016. Oh, so, wow. yeah, it's just yeah. been one thing after it's another. Been a journey. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So when did you first fall into Dr. Martha? Um, well, she found me in a doctor's office, or actually it was a dentist's office. Um, so you know how you're kind of trapped by whatever reading material they have if you didn't bring your own stuff. Oh, yes. And I'd never picked up O Magazine. That's how, it seems kind of strange. I was a People and Us Weekly reader. You can tell how <laughs> deep my life went at that point. <laughs> so it's nothing okay. wrong with People yeah. and Us Weekly. It's Once fun. in a while. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I read it when I'm getting a manicure or something like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so O Magazine um, fell open and... I saw this article that Martha Beck has a regular column in O Magazine. Mm -hmm. And at the time, she was writing about Fang and Buddy, these two fun labels for our social and essential selves. So the social self is the part of you that develops in response to the people around you, wanting to please your parents, your family of origin, your teachers, your religious leaders, those Mm -hmm. kind of things, fit in with your culture. Your essential self is the part of you that... You know, the way that she put it, it's like that funny cousin that, you know, ran off and joined the circus and is always wearing <laughs> flip flops and cutoffs and everything, you know, happy all the time. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's our essential self. So right. Fang is the social self. Buddy is the essential self. And I went, oh, my gosh, this is this articulates the absolute um, unhappiness that I have been feeling but couldn't put words to. Mm-hmm. I have lived a life created specifically for and by my social self. Who in the world is my essential self? And Martha helped me find that. What an aha moment. Oh, it was. All in your dentist office. Yes, sitting there in the waiting room. (laughs) I went home from the dentist office on the way, and I stopped by book people in Austin, Texas, and I bought every book that she had available. I read them in quick succession. 
and knew that she would be the teacher of my heart for this lifetime. And she has remained that. That's excellent. And so what are a few of her teachings that you can share with my listeners? So one of the biggest ones that stood out to me at the time, because I was evaluating whether to leave my entire life, whether I had a really high conflict marriage. He was a wonderful man, um, but we did not get along. We had so much professional help. So it was just like kerosene and fire behind Mm -hmm. closed doors. Um, So I was debating whether to leave a marriage. I knew that I was not happy practicing law. I knew that I was also not happy as a board housewife who was not really doing much of anything um, to contribute or to Mm. provide meaning to my life in the world. There's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with being a housewife, but I was not happy in that place. And I was just using it to do things that weren't healthy for me anyway. Um, So all of these things, I knew that I needed to change and leave. And Martha had this one particular quote in one of her books, um, Steering by Starlight, and it's paraphrased from the Buddha. And it says that when you encounter a body of of water, you will know it is the ocean because it tastes of salt. And in the same way, you will know enlightenment and truth because it tastes of freedom, not Mm -hmm. safety, not comfort, but freedom. And I had so much safety, so much ease, so much comfort in my life, but I was not free. And being married has nothing to do with being free. You can be single and not free. You can be married for 50 years and be totally free. So I just was not free, meaning my life was not supporting my essential self. She also taught me that our bodies are the incorruptible truth tellers. You know, any neuroscientist will tell you that our brains are spin doctors, our left brains anyway. Mm -hmm. And they do, um, you know, Jill Bolte-Taylor talks about this so beautifully. Um, Her book, My Stroke of Insight, I recommend to everyone out there. Um, But um, Martha told me to look, not told me, but I took from her work that our bodies are the incorruptible truth tellers. It's just like why a polygraph test works. When you Mm -hmm. say something untrue, your body reacts immediately and automatically, unless you're a sociopath, of course, (laughs) or psychopath. (laughs) Um, But, um, you know, our minds can talk us in and out of everything with a pro and con list, but our bodies have all these answers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I started looking to my body, I realized that I had what she calls a shackles-on response, like my body would get tense, tight, heavy, when I would envision staying in my old life mm. and when I envisioned stepping into the unknown, even though I had no idea what the heck that was going to be, that felt like freedom. That mm. felt light, expansive, and as she calls it, shackles off in wow. the body. Yeah. So this shackles on, shackles off, this little calibration to use on your to-do list, on people, on places, on things, that is what guided me forward. And mm. I moved toward the things that felt shackles off. I moved toward the things that felt light and expansive and joyful in the body versus, right. yeah. 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 So those were the two primary things I took from her work. Did you feel like that's, do you think that that's similar to muscle testing or you think it's a little bit deeper because it's your oh, intuitive no. compass? No, Martha absolutely uses muscle testing. If you, you go to any, uh, not any of her live events, but in live events in the past that I have gone to, we have done muscle testing with her on stage. I think it all comes from the same place. I'm answering yeah. this as I'm thinking, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> so I think it all, I think it comes from our innate. Um, mm-hmm. Lee Carroll, a spiritual teacher, talks about the innate, the innate body, that innate consciousness and being inside of you. And I think that whether you're muscle testing or doing what, you know, the shackles on, shackles off, yeah. body compass exercise, uh-huh. it's all coming from the same wisdom. Uh, well, what a great teaching. Right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break, but when we come back, I'm going to touch on your path to purpose. Woohoo! If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. 
Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Years in the making, doctor recommended, and available through Amazon. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday right here on KKNW and subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Love From The Hip and that's HYP. Today I have the wonderful pleasure of interviewing master life coach, recovering attorney, radio talk show host, and author Sunny McMillan. And before the break, she was sharing with us some wonderful teachings from Dr. Bar- Martha Beck. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So do you think that you are on your path to purpose? Well, you know, quite frankly, I think that even back when I was an attorney, even when my marriage was unhappy, even when I was doing all of these things that were not my essential self, I believe this was all my path to purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, There's a beautiful quote from Steve Jobs that talks about how we cannot connect the dots looking forward, but only by looking backward. Mm-hmm. So all of it is what served a purpose and is part of my path to purpose. But what I would say in answer to your question is, what I'm doing now absolutely fulfills me in this big way. So mm. it feels much more purposeful yeah. than, say, it did before when I was not quite awake yet. Yeah. And do you think that helping to heal others, like you were saying, you wanted to be of service to yeah. other people. And even when you weren't fully healed yourself, I, f- I feel a lot of times that helps to heal ourselves. I mean, was that working for you in that way? Oh, absolutely. I used to think that we had to be healed on all of our issues before we could help someone else. That but would if take that were a very long time, right? No one would be able to help anyone because <laughs> no. who is really fully healed? I mean, I'm sure there are some masters walking the planet who oh, are, yeah. but but I do not consider myself. You, you wouldn't be here anymore, right? I mean, yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So I, but fortunately, I had a wonderful mentor who just said, "Sonny, you don't have to be healed on everything." Uh-huh. That's part of the magic is being able to walk each other home, as Ram Das says, that yeah. we are all walking each other home as we are healing. And so it brings me great joy to know that even if I'm just a couple of steps ahead in the process, that if someone else who's just now considering leaving their marriage, I can help them because I've been there. Mm-hmm. And from personal and professional levels, I can help them. That is incredibly healing work. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So I find that a lot of times when I do these interviews, mm-hmm. <laughs> what people are doing as a profession has actually been shown to them some way when they were children. Yeah. Is that true for you? Oh, yeah. And you know what? I'll just validate what, or not validate, but um, what is it? More evidence of this. I see that in my office all the time okay. that we, I always ask people what they wanted to be when they were younger as just even <laughs> as a part of any coaching I do really. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's amazing how many people have received those signs when they were younger so for me, I, for many years, there were two or three professions that I considered along the way, and psychologist was one of them. Okay. Um, and I find coaching is, it, there are some very big distinctions between the two, but sitting in a chair, being a compassionate witness, and helping someone work through 
issues that are causing them pain, there's a lot of similarity in that Mm -hmm. sense. And, oh, I absolutely love it. So, yeah, I wanted to be a psychologist when I was little, and here I am <laughs> sitting in a chair across from someone with a my computer, not a notepad. But. Yeah, yeah. So you were like Lucy from the Peanuts. Do you have a stand? Yeah. <laughs> you have Actually, that's so funny for Burning Man one year. You know, when you want to bring you, – it's you, it's encouraged to bring gifts because right. it's a gifting uh-huh. culture. And my gift one year was um, – and I wanted – I had envisioned bringing the little stand, but was offering <laughs> coaching to people. But oh, I had – Yeah, it was so yeah. kind of, yeah. Wow. Well, you must have been busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although everybody's so happy there. Nobody was. I mean, there's not That's a whole true. lot to talk about except, you know, spread love. <laughs> so you have your own practice. I do. Yeah. So what do you see clients primarily for? Um, so uh, right now in my practice, because my, my first book is hitting bookstores in January 2019, and the book is called Unhitched, mm-hmm. Unlock Your Courage and Clarity to Unstick Your Bad Marriage. Um, I, uh, my primary coaching practice right now is around adults, a lot of women and a few brave men um, (laughs) who are unhappy in their relationship or marriage and are considering leaving. And then, of course, my my background as an attorney, although I wasn't a family law attorney, I did just enough to be dangerous. It can help me help them navigate a graceful divorce should they decide to leave. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of the tools I mentioned, I had a really high conflict marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, after my divorce, my ex-husband and I did a lot of healing together, and we actually ended up getting along better post-marriage or post-divorce wow. yeah. than we ever did while we were married. And the tools that we used to get to that place um, were the tools that I use now. And sometimes, if you're in a marriage, they can really help you improve the marriage such that it's not necessary to end it anymore. Yeah. Um, so it really, I just meet people where they are who are feeling stagnant, unhappy, unfulfilled in their relationship, and we mm-hmm. go from there. Okay. So your your ex-husband was actually hugely instrumental Absolutely. in you writing this book. It, he, he was. And, and for those who may listen to my show, then um, you may know this, um, but for those who don't, so my ex-husband um, passed away in June of 2018, so this mm-hmm. past summer. Um, it was unexpected um, somewhat, and um, but... It, even for the parts where, you know, he had a lot of physical health problems, it was still very shocking and there was a lot of grief. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel so blessed in the sense that I felt an urgency to write this book last summer. And he um, was a sounding board. He was encouraging. And he, the biggest part of it, Sakura, was that he gave his blessing. Mm -hmm. He read the manuscript. He read the author's note. He read the things that I really wanted to be in total integrity about, did I get this right? I know our memories are fallible, but did I honor you? Did I, yeah. in the writing of this? And he was able to say yes. And I, I I just can't imagine having written this book without having him put a stamp of truth or yeah. uh, just that that it, it was okay with him. And wow. yeah, so. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful and yeah. sad all at the same time. But It is. And the, the other thing that I would say is I feel, I, I also... I'm very proud to say that when he passed, there was nothing left unsaid between us. Mm-hmm. All apologies had been made, forgiveness, amends. We'd spent the last three or four years working really hard on that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, death can happen pretty suddenly or transition. I don't believe yeah. in death. I think life is forever. But transitioning out of a human body <laughs> can happen pretty quickly and unexpectedly. And just for those of you out there, have you said everything that you want to say? Have you done the forgiveness and amends with the folks out there that you want to, even if it is something that they won't participate in with you, can you do something on your own to honor that? And it really can change the dynamic when someone does pass, because all I feel with him now is peace and joy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that would have been the the same if we hadn't done what we did. Right, exactly. Wow. That's incredible. And you probably got further than even just married couples, because there's probably a lot that's left unsaid when someone passes. Uh, yeah, mm. I mean, we spent 12 years together and we didn't say half of this stuff. Like, hey. what? <laughs> so, wow. yeah. So how does someone determine if they're in a wrong or bad marriage? Well, I don't think that there are any hard and fast rules for determining this. I have some very specific exercises and tools that I use with people to draw the answer out for them. Mm. And for some people, there is. So, for example, there's a little thing that my therapist recommended and some people can do and it, and it can change things. A structured separation. Some people get separated and, you know, it's an exit ramp to divorce. Like the, the mm-hmm. writing is already on the wall. But a structured separation is something where you write your own rules. 
Um, and my ex and I did this. And, you know, you decide whether you're going to wear your rings, whether you're going to date other people, whether you're going to see each other, whether you're going to be in counseling. We came out of that and ended up divorcing. Um, a friend of mine did the same thing for nine months and they got back together and have been going strong for, gosh, over 20 years now since. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there are some very specific questions to be asked that can really help you uh, drill down on this answer. What I will say is going back to that body compass tool, that shackles on, shackles off feeling, um, that if you're feeling shackles on day after day, year after year, uh, and it's not letting up, that's information for you to mm -hmm. be aware of. You don't have to run out and get divorced, but start listening to that. The other thing that I would say that I always ask people, um, do we have time for me to say a little exercise? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to take up too much time. See, I think we're we, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're okay, good. A couple minutes. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'll do this quickly. So if there's, um, if you picture, um, if I was to hand you a bouquet of spoons and each spoon represented a unit of your energy, and so you get up in the morning, a shower is a unit of energy, get your kids out of bed, unit of energy, go to work, unit of energy. And by the way, this is based on the work of lupus blogger Christine Mizrandino, and I'm adapting this for my work. Um, so things take spoons. Certain things give you spoons, music you love hanging out with friends. So is your relationship giving or taking spoons? And if it is taking your life force energy spoons, so mm -hmm. to speak, day after day, year after year, that you are constantly giving and giving and giving without getting anything in return, that the resentment, the conflict, the dynamics, the communication, if it is taking all your spoons, um, that's not a great sign. Um, and, you know, emotional stuff that is really weighing on you, it, it can affect our longevity, it affects our immune system, it affects all kinds of things related to our health. So that's another thing. You mentioned your autoimmune condition. Mm -hmm. You know, our body talks to us. So be listening to that as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Wow. Well, that's a great exercise to share. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope that you guys can practice that exercise while we take a quick little break. On this weekly skinny, I would like to discuss intrinsic aging versus extrinsic aging. Intrinsic aging has a lot to do with the genes we were given to determine the rate at which our tissue will degenerate. Look at your mother or father and know that their genes will lend to how quickly and noticeably you will age. This process is irreversible and inevitable, unlike the other more profound type of aging, extrinsic aging. Extrinsic aging, also called photoaging, is aging due to exposure to outside factors, including smoking, pollution, poor diet, and UV radiation. 90% of visible skin aging is a result of UV radiation. What are the signs of each type of aging, you ask? In intrinsic aging, the signs would be more prevalent in older skin and would include dryness, loss of color, and fine lines. Extrinsic aging carries a lot more baggage, no pun intended, and will manifest as rough skin, mottled hyperpigmentation, decreased elasticity, susceptibility to bruising, and an overall leathery appearance. In addition, the skin may contain broken capillaries appearing on the nose, cheeks, and even chin. Extrinsic aging may also include, but is not limited to, skin issues such as actinic keratoses, lentigens, solar elastosis, melasma, seborrheic keratoses, spider angioma, and acne rosacea. The most serious skin condition to arise is skin cancer. Chemical peels, facials, laser therapies, microneedling, dermoplaning, and injectables are all used to treat the signs of aging. These therapies have been clinically proven to reverse skin issues. Other emerging therapies, including retinols, AHAs, BHAs, niacin, and antioxidants, are not only preventative, but also reparative for the skin. At Sakura Skin in Mind, our aim is to make everyone look as young and vibrant as they possibly can through an ounce of treatment and a pound of prevention. So call to schedule your appointment today and take extrinsic aging into your own hands. 206-730-7429. Peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. 
If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right here on KKNW. And subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Love from the Hip, and that's H-Y-P. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing master life coach, recovering attorney, radio talk show host, and author, Sunny McMillan. And before the break, she actually gave us a wonderful spoon exercise. And so is this in your book as well? Uh, the spoon exercise is not. No, that's okay. something I do with my clients. Yeah, but again, I just want to give credit where credit is due. Christine Mesrandino wrote about this first, but I love using this analogy because spoons, I mean, you can't forget spoons. No, no. <laughs> so is it giving or taking spoons? Yeah, no, absolutely. That's great. Do you offer other tools in your book? that's coming out? Oh, yeah. The book is, I would say, 75% tools in my process that I walk through with clients. And for some people, you know, reading the book is enough and they can implement it. Some people find they need a little bit more support actually implementing the tools. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where the work that I do comes in. I do um, a, a, an offering where it basically matches the steps in the book and we walk through it together. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So how does someone unstick themselves in a bad or wrong marriage? <laughs> well, there, there are a lot of different ways to go about that. And I will just mention, the, I think the primary thing uh, for getting unstuck is, is around our thinking. Um, so I'll just use myself as an example. Um, I well, So, you know, when we're little, and of course as a hypnotherapist, that mm -hmm. I'm sure this is where you work, or this is... Where I live. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so, you know, from ages zero through seven, we're in theta or delta brainwave mm -hmm. states. So nice, low, sp slow brainwave states. And it's really good um, because we're basically a little sponge that's absorbing everything. We're learning how to be human um, in a very short period of time. But the bad thing can be if your family is not, you know, the ideal, perfect, constructive family, you may have picked up some beliefs about yourself or about life that are not helpful or healthy. Mm -hmm. um, and also they may just be a, it may just be a value system that no longer aligns with you when you're an adult. So I was raised in a very conservative, um, conservative politically, socially, religiously um, uh, town in mm -hmm. Texas. And um, I was fed a lot of um, information about who I was as a woman, what my role was in a marriage as a woman, um, and what rules there were around marriage. Okay, divorce is not an option. The mm. man is the head of the household, things like that. Yeah. And by the time I got to be an adult, there was a lot of friction between that and what my values were. But I didn't know what to make of it. These beliefs are so solidified. They're actually in your subconscious um, yeah. by the time you had adulthood. Um, and so addressing, finding the thoughts that are keeping you stuck. Like I had a client once who, um, she was the primary breadwinner. And I actually write about her in the book. Um, she felt it was her responsibility to take care of her husband. So the thought mm. was, I have to take care of my husband. And in working with her, we looked at that thought and we really um, turned it around. It is not her responsibility to take care of her husband. Can you find where that's true? And what she realized was that her husband wasn't really that happy and hadn't been for several years. And be perhaps because of her supporting him, he had mm -hmm. become a little apathetic and hadn't been pursuing his own dreams. Mm. So by withdrawing that support, it could be freeing him into a yeah. new life that he loved that was actually more constructive for him. So mm -hmm. it's all about changing the thinking. I yeah. had to change my thinking that divorce was not an option. Of course, divorce is an option. Yeah. People get divorced every day and it improves their life substantially for many, many people. Mm -hmm. um, so by changing one's thinking, and there are various tools to do that. I prefer Byron Katie's method of inquiry called the work. Um, there's also acceptance and commitment therapy. There's 
there are a lot of thought models and tools that you can use, but really identifying what the thoughts are that are bringing you the most discomfort and pain and keeping you stuck and then dissolving them. Mm. And that's, that's the biggest thing to me in getting unstuck. What do you think is the, the most common reason that people stay? Fear. Fear. Absolutely fear. Um, and a lot of people, it masks as confusion. Oh, I'm so confused. I don't mm-hmm. know what I want to do. And I'm not downplaying that. But I will just repeat what one of my mentors, <laughs> so, so it's not me having to say it this harshly. One of my mentors, Brooke Castillo, she says confusion is a lie. Hmm. Confusion is a lie, and it blocks us from our own wisdom. And what I find in working with people is that they often know exactly what they want to do, mm-hmm. what their heart and their spirit is calling them to do, but they were afraid of the action they know they must take. Yeah, And so... Fear is just a part of the process. I love the way Liz Gilbert talks about it. Let fear be in the car with you. Just don't let it be in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. It's part of being human. Our brains are wired this way to keep us alive. It's Yeah. And, yeah, the, you know, yeah. So just acknowledging that fear is going to be a part of the process, but that you're not confused. You probably know what you want to do, mm-hmm. but um, fear can keep. I've seen people stay in marriages that are limping along or are absolutely unhealthy and and they stay there for decades because of the fear. Um, but when we acknowledge the fear, and it's just like a muscle, once you take scarier and scarier action, your mm-hmm. risk tolerance grows bigger, your fear tolerance grows bigger, yeah. and you can absolutely move forward with clarity, with confidence. Right, um, yeah. exactly. No, and I feel, too, with my clients, I know I'll ask them on a conscious level, mm-hmm. well, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But then once we get in there, (laughs) oh, they have all the reasons why they do it. Yes. And then all the solutions, too. Exactly. Yes. I love that you just said that because it really mirrors what that mentor I mentioned, that confusion is a lie that blocks us from our own wisdom. And she she said, when we tell ourselves, I don't know, or when we tell someone else, I don't know, Mm -hmm. that's just like putting the wall up. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So (laughs) ask, yeah, ask a different question. You know, how can I how can I find the answer to this question instead of, I don't know. (laughs) Yes, that's a better way of putting it. So how does someone go, like you did, Uh from such a high-conflict marriage to a post-divorce friendship? Okay, the biggest thing, and this is not something that clients always like to hear because it's it's just hard. Um, I had to own every single thing that I had done Mm. in my part in co-creating it. So my ex-husband was a very powerful trial attorney. His favorite thing in the world was being in a deposition or putting someone on a witness stand. Like mm-hmm. When he got into conflict, ooh, he was in his zone of genius. And it was like his just, his, he just zoned in and was <laughs> so focused. And I, on the other hand, would get super flustered and would just would, even though I was an attorney, that was not my true nature. And so... I could very easily have blamed him for every single thing. He started it, his temper, his mannerisms, his communication style, blah, blah, blah. You know what? I co-created just about every single thing in that marriage with him. And Mm -hmm. so what I did was, um, this was inspired by Byron Katie's book, Loving What Is. I wrote him a letter making amends, and I thanked him for everything he did right and everything I appreciated about him, and I apologized for the things that I did wrong, that Mm -hmm. I felt bad for it. Not that necessarily did wrong, but the things that I wanted to take responsibility for. It was basically cleaning my side of the street. I had no guarantee he would ever respond to this letter. We weren't really on speaking terms at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no guarantee. I, I didn't do it with any motive except to clean my side of the street because having a clean street feels really darn good. And that letter, when he received it, and he did read it, and I would feel very blessed that he responded, that paved the way for more apologies on both of our sides. And you know what? When I did that, he started apologizing for things I thought he would never apologize Mm, for. But it took me doing that first step, Mm -hmm. taking massive responsibility for my part, owning it and apologizing, and then the immense forgiveness started. Well, and putting the forgiveness out there, you're getting it back, right? Yeah. But putting it out there. That's a huge step. Yeah, Yeah, it was. Again, with no expectation that anything would come of it. Wow, that's remarkable. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break, but we're going to jump right back into marriage. 
Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities? Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Years in the making, doctor recommended, and available through Amazon. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more at SakuraSkinAndMind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to tune in here every Wednesday at 2 p.m. And subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Love From The Hip, and that's H-Y-P. Today, I have the wonderful pleasure of interviewing master life coach, recovering attorney, radio talk show host, and author, Sunny McMillan. And before the break, we were talking about some things that you can do as far as getting unstuck and also how you wrote a letter of forgiveness to your ex-husband. How powerful is that? Yeah. So do you have your clients do that as well? Um, I, I do. Uh, it really, it depends on the situation. Um, so I will say if someone is married to a, and I'm talking about cluster B personality disorder types, like narcissism, sociopathy, mm-hmm. psychopathy, those, I, this is not something that I recommend. You've got to have two healthy, willing parties. Yeah. Um, and maybe they're not even willing. Maybe there's high conflict, but it has to be someone who has the capacity mm-hmm. for empathy, compassion, and to do those things. So I don't recommend it in all cases because, quite frankly, I'm seeing a lot of clients who are married to narcissists yeah. and bordering some of them on sociopaths or full-blown. Oh. Um, yeah, so that that's not, to me, that's not appropriate in those situations. Okay. Um, However, for those where it is, I absolutely do recommend doing this letter. And and they don't have to necessarily send it. Um, I think it can be incredibly healing if they do, but um, I really leave that up to the person. Okay. But again, cleaning your side of the street for your own uh, sanity and yeah. integrity. Integrity, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can see that. So your book is primarily focused on marriage, but now I would say most people are not getting married yeah. for reasons of getting divorced, yeah. but they're entering still into long-term partnerships. Yes. So would all of this carry over to them as well? Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I've been with my current partner for seven years. I have never been more head over heels in love. I, I don't like to talk about this a lot because it makes, I feel like it, it sounds cliche or um, too sunshine and unicorns ish but <laughs> I really this this is um, this man has just been an amazing gift from mm. the universe and every day gets better and I'm not exaggerating when I say that and mm-hmm. we have no intentions of getting married there's really no reason to in my mind anymore I tried that and the level of intimacy and um, love was not made 
the institution of marriage did nothing for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So to me, I like Abraham Hicks vows that I like it pretty good so far. Let's see how it goes. Um, (laughs) But absolutely. And these are, I think that's one of the reasons actually, quite frankly, that, that our relationship is so good is that I had to do a lot of this deep work Mm -hmm. um, and it's all work that I've brought with me that I apply to my current relationship. Um, So I think this is this, although the book, I mean, this is really for publishing and marketing purposes. It's to be more specific, but um, this absolutely applies to any long-term partnership or relationship of any kind. Okay. And although you're not getting remarried, Mm -hmm. you'd still say to people, I mean, try it. Get married. Oh. And if you run into problems, try to save it in this fashion. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I think it's really, it's a personal decision. I right. don't find any reasons for myself to get married. Right. Um, the reasons that I got married the first time around were not, they were not essential self reasons. They were mm. social self reasons. I see. So yeah. if you have some awesome essential self reasons you want to get married, heck yeah, go do it. <laughs> Whatever makes you feel close to your partner, do it. But okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not for <Okay>. me. <laughs> so a lot of times when marriage ends, identity goes with it. Yeah. You find that pretty common. Well, there's a huge identity shift. It's like the caterpillar going in the chrysalis. You mm-hmm. break down into goo. You don't just grow wings and end up in another uh, another identity. You actually have to, it's kind of like going through what Martha Beck calls the ring of fire. Your identity or as Johnny a, Cash. Yeah, that, well, that's where <laughs> she gets it from. Exactly. Let's <laughs> exactly. put the credit where it needs to go. I'm exactly. just kidding. No, it is. That is the original credit. And she uses that lovingly yeah, from great. Johnny Cash. Oh, great. Yeah, but you're you absolutely your identity breaks down. And when you're in that square, we call it square one place of being person soup of not knowing what the heck is going on. Mm -hmm. um, And that's okay. um, You are recreating a new identity as a single person or as a as a person in a different relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So being very gentle, the two things to do when you're in that place is is grieve the clean pain, the pain of loss, and then disbelieve the dirty pain, the dirty pain being all those thoughts that, oh, I'll never find someone again. I'm going to be alone forever. Mm -hmm. I should have stayed. Those kind of things. Yeah. So what advice do you have for people in marriages to kind of hold on to that identity who want to stay married, obviously? Well, if if you want to stay married, um, absolutely all of the same things we've talked about. Um, So um, taking responsibility for what you have co-created. Again, if you're with a narcissist, sociopath, psychopath, that's not who I'm talking to here. But if you have a healthy partner um, who has capacity for empathy and compassion, taking responsibility and seeing what that does to open the dialogue. Also, letting um, if you're in a con- high-conflict situation like I was, giving yourself some space so that the um, so you can actually get out of your limbic system and get back into your prefrontal cortex so mm-hmm. that you can make decisions from a rational place. And sometimes that means taking a little bit of time apart yeah. so that you can put like take the valve, uh, turn the valve on the pressure cooker and let some of that steam out basically. Okay. Um, yeah. So do you believe a bright future can still be attained when a, when a marriage ends? Well, I think I'm living proof <laughs> of that, I'd like to think. Yes, absolutely. And I see many of my clients who, you know, they've stayed in tolerable, I think, what did you put it? Familiar unhappiness. Yeah. And I call it, yeah, that tolerable place mm-hmm. for decades out of fear. But when they make that step, for many of them, it is like the, their, the second chapter of their life just opens up and they wish that they had done it sooner. Um, I'm not saying it's without its consequences and it's without its pain, but many times the benefit that comes from it far outweighs the discomfort and the immediate pain of having to end something um, that, you know, you've known for a long time. Mm -hmm. And on that note, what would you have said to me having stayed in such a long relationship that wasn't good? Well, I'm really curious because you had a very rare autoimmune condition that was pretty horrific. Yeah. And I would have told, I, I am, as I mentioned when we were on our break, you know, I'm not in the business of advice giving. I believe that we all have our own compass that knows exactly where we're supposed to go inside of all of us. And that it's just merely a matter of, of uncovering that from all the garbage that's been piled on in a human lifetime mm-hmm. so that your compass can operate correctly. But I would, I'm very curious to know if you had warning signs, if your body, the body being the final messenger, usually in these situations, if your body had been talking to you before it went full blown. Yeah. And if it had, I would be curious what those signs were. And there's an exercise I like to do where we actually talk to your body Talk to the part that's giving you issues okay. and see if it has information. So I would have done that with you at the time to see mm-hmm. if we could catch it before it went full blown. 
which is actually what we do in hypnotherapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I wasn't doing that with myself, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think for a lot of people, it just kind of takes what resonates with them, right? Or what, what talks to them. And for me, I yeah. also do skin. I've done skin for 17 yep. years. Yep. So what better way to talk to me than through my skin? Yes, yeah. absolutely. I, I had a similar experience with acne as a child and an adult, and my skin was talking to me. Yeah. And it took me a while to listen. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So where do you hope to go from here? Um, Goodness. Um, Well, I am so excited and I'm actually I'm answering this very thoughtfully because I have a tendency that once I do something that feels like an accomplishment, I just breeze right on by. I think this is in our culture. We do this. Dr. Christiane Northrup was talking about an interview where she'd spent like eight years on this book women's bodies, women's wisdom. And yes. the woman was like, what's Great next? Book. And Dr. Northrup was like, what do you mean what's next? I've spent enough? the last decade on this book. Can we celebrate it? So right now I am celebrating this book coming out in January and wanting to bring in as many people as I possibly can who want to unstick their relationship. Because when we unstick our relationship, you unstick all of your life force energy that can be put towards your calling mm. uh, for mm-hmm. whatever that is supposed to be. Oh, and may I offer my book for free to your listeners? No, that would be wonderful. Okay. Thank you. Yes, yes. So go to unhitchedbook.com. That's unhitchedbook.com. And you can download a free copy there. And I want to bring, I mean, as many women and men who want to come along because let's get unstuck because we need to change the world and we can't do that if we're putting all of our spoons and all of our life force energy into a stagnant, unhealthy yeah. relationship. And you're the perfect example. <laughs> well, thank you. You've been through it all. <laughs> I have been to Helen back there, and, so I can help. And just because her name is Sunny, but she is actually a very sunny, glowing person in person. Well, thank so, you. Yeah, absolutely. So how can our listeners find you? Yeah, well, I would actually just send it again. Go to unhitchedbook.com um, and there's my email addresses there um, and my name, Sunny Joy McMillan. Um, I've... I've you can just Google me and I've got a couple of places where you can find me. Um, but I would say go to the unhitchedbook.com site for now. Oh, excellent. <laughs> well, thank you again for being here. Thank you for sharing your story me. and your book. I can't wait to read it. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. No, absolutely. Thank you. And thank you, Eric, for all his magic. And yeah, thank you right. to the listener. Then <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me at lovefromthehip.com or sakuraskinandmind.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at lovefromthehip, and that's H-Y-P. And remember, if you are interested in being hypnotized on a special edition of Love From The Hip and sharing your experience later on the air, or have any questions or comments, please email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com or call 206-730-7429. Tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. right here on KKNW. And remember to make self-love contagious. Go ahead. I dare ya. <laughs> on this Get Hip, I'd like to discuss hypnotherapy for chronic skin diseases. Over the last 20 years, there has been a definite rise in chronic skin diseases. Many of these diseases in the past formed mostly at an adult age, but now they are more prevalent at infancy or even young adolescence. Aside from beliefs of a genetic transfer of disease in the womb, many believe our food, water, and prescription side effects may also be to blame. Some of these chronic skin inflammations include, but are not limited to, acne, eczema, psoriasis, rosacea, and dermatitis. Many of the chronic skin diseases that arise in adulthood may not only be linked to stress, but also to trauma endured during childhood. Studies have shown that after working through said traumas, chronic skin conditions were alleviated. Hypnotherapy is one proven modality and therapy used to heal chronic skin conditions. It has been used in the past for acne, but as chronic skin conditions have grown, many clinics and hypnotherapists have become more progressive and are making headway in healing more conditions like psoriasis and eczema. The IHCP, established in 1990 in Ireland, is an example of one of the progressive hypnotherapy clinics that have been hugely successful in healing chronic skin conditions. Here in the U.S., there are not as many progressive hypnotherapy clinics. Sakura Skin and Mind is one of the few to offer hypnotherapy to address a multitude of skin concerns like urticaria, psoriasis, rosacea, dermatitis, eczema, and acne exoria, and more. I believe that healing internal inflammation caused by trauma, stress, or inner conflict can in turn alleviate external inflammation on the skin. If you are interested in trying hypnotherapy for your chronic skin disorder, you can email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com or call 206-730-7429.